welcome to another episode. So in this episode, I want to talk about first date number 57. Um, and I want to talk about trusting the weight and what that means. It's a quote I heard a while ago. Um, it was like on a meme. I don't know if it's a book. I don't know if it's from a lyric. I like need to look it up at some point. Perhaps I should have looked it up <laughs> before this podcast, but fuck it, right? It's my podcast. So um, what I want to talk about in uh, first is what trust the weight means to me. Okay, so through this whole season, right, you guys have heard me, you know, explain my past and like what happened with my marriage and why I've been on so many first dates, right? So at this point in time, I have been on 58 first dates. I have to say that I am very... Uh, grateful for them. I had so much fun. I met so many beautiful men. Um, some of them not as honest <laughs> about their single status as they led me to believe they were. Uh, some were not as honest about their availability. Uh, some lied about their, their height. Some lied about their weight. Uh, some lied about just where they lived exactly. Um, but overall, I had so much fun. I never felt unsafe. Um, I always, I walked away with a story that <laughs> I knew would make people laugh. And I knew in the end that I would learn something from it, right? So I'm a huge believer. I know I have mentioned it before and like things happen for a reason. You know, I believe in karma. I'm like obsessed with like Buddhism and like Hinduism. And I started reading a little bit more about Hindu and I'm totally like into some of the ideas. So, and some of the concepts, and I think the things that you can learn from them, right? Which is what I love uh, about reading, which I finally just started reading again. Okay, so I also think when I think of trust the weight, I think of like, you have to like embrace the uncertainty, right? So it doesn't mean that you're always, you know, single or your, your relationship's always in trouble. It could be a new job. It could be you're done with school. It could be done, you know, like you're about, you know, reclassing in the army, you know, Navy, whatever, like... I think whenever change happens to any of us, I think we become like kind of negative. We're scared of it. Uh, it takes us a while to embrace it. Everybody's different. I love change. I'm, I'm one of like those odd people. Uh, but when it comes to like trusting the weight of it, this is what I think of, right? So I think about embracing the uncertainty and enjoying just the beauty of becoming, right? So recently, um, I've been spending a little bit more time with 56. And uh, we had a couple of drinks at his place, um, cigars, he's the one who taught me how to smoke a pipe, which I fucking love. And uh, it's, it's interesting, because I didn't realize how rare it was until he, he and I talked about it. I think we talked about it on our second date, actually, and then we made it happen on the third date it does not really matter. The point is, we were sitting down talking, it was like a lovely like evening, uh, sort of a breeze, not a whole lot in New York, but kind of nice. Um, we had some music on. Um, I believe he was playing his acoustic guitar, which I fucking love. His voice is way better than mine. And I was like, listen to him sing. And then he was like, okay, that's enough. Otherwise, <laughs> you're going to fall in love with me. And we like died laughing. Um, and it was funny because I brought over bourbon because, you know, I've been trying to uh, get better with just understanding bourbon. I just thought it was like fascinating a few months ago. I think I've come a long way. I brought one over to him. None of neither one of us really liked it. Like it wasn't the worst one. It was funny. And like, I apologized. I was like, I brought this like beautiful like, fucking. $50 gift for us to like enjoy together and it kind of tastes like shit <laughs> but whatever but that's part of the fun right so we were laughing and he said something to me that I thought was interesting he was just like I get it he was like you're in this process of like becoming you know and I thought it was so cool and it reminded me 
of this quote, right, that I am rambling about right now, the quote that I like is just trust the weight. So I really think that like whatever is happening in your life, whether you're like me, whether you're going on uh, 58 first dates, whether you're looking for a new job, whether you're going back to school, whatever it is, like I feel like we really just all of us just need to learn to trust the weight. Okay, so also when I think about trust the weight, I think about timing because I think timing is just one of those things like you can't control, right? So when I think about first date number 57, I think about timing. I feel like if our timing was different in life, I feel like we would have seen each other again, right? Um, I'll go ahead and explain exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so as we all know, I love fucking Tinder, right? So I met number 57 on Tinder. Um, we spoke instantly, like on the actual phone instantly. And uh, he made me laugh like within 30 seconds. It was like nothing was awkward. There's no awkward pose, uh, pauses. It was fucking awesome. Um, he's a math teacher. Uh, he's a bodybuilder. Um, so we talked a lot about like working out and exercise. And I, you know, I'm getting back to where I was. I'm like not like fucking amazing abs right now, but I'm going to get them soon. Anyway, so we were talking about working out again. I got really lazy with COVID. Anyway, so um, we're talking about exercise and uh, we just went from there. Then we started talking about food, music, movies, whole bit, whatever. So, of course, beer, right? So we ended up uh, meeting at a place that I like in Watkins Glen. He lives a little far from me. That was kind of like the halfway point, right? Because, you know, we all know I'm a big fan of like fucking at least meeting me halfway in the first time. So um, we met. Um, he got there before me because he was a little nervous, which I thought was so fucking cute. Um, so, you know, I texted as I was parking and I was like, are you here yet? And he was like, where? And it was like funny as shit, right? <laughs> so I was like, great. I drove here for no reason. We we're like laughing. And he was like, no, I'm in. I have a table, whatever. So I, you know, parked my Jeep, uh, walked in, saw him instantly. He has like a really fucking cute, like haircut, cute beard, just a great looking guy. Right. So like I saw his, I saw him, I saw his smile, saw his traps, right. Saw his cute hair, his beard. I was like, holy shit, that's him. He saw me and it was like an instant great hug. Right. Um, what's funny about this first meet is 55, who I will talk about next season. But, um, when I, um, the, one of the last conversations I had with 55, uh, he had to go out of the country for his job. Um, he travels a lot. Um, I like this guy fucking a lot, but he travels a lot. Anyway, one of the last times I saw him or spoke to him before his trip, he was like, you know, I don't mind like the gym shorts and the, <laughs> and the grunt tees and the flip flops and the chucks and all that. <laughs> and he was like, but I would actually like to take you like on a proper date. Like when I come back where, you know, you're actually wearing pants <laughs> and it may not be acceptable if we go to a place that you're wearing like flimsy gym shorts. I'm like, okay, that's fair. Right. So it was actually really funny. So like I went on this like little, uh, realization that I had not been on that many fancy dates, right? So then I was like, what the fuck do people wear? So anyway, this is a whole nother tangent, which I can talk about next season as well. But anyway, so I, I bought a couple outfits, like just in case, but whatever. So one of the, the tops that I bought, really fucking cute sleeveless sweater from Target. Target has the fucking cutest like linen pants. Anyway, so I was going to wear the pants and then I was going to do this like sleeveless sweater with these cute like dressy flip flops. <laughs> anyway, um, but of course, I'm an idiot. And I didn't stop to think that it's fucking 85 degrees, right? So I'm wearing like my cute little like brand new linen pants. They're really cute. They have like a little stripe, my little fancy flip flops, my sleeveless sweater. <laughs> and I'm walking out the door <laughs> to go meet 57, right? So like, I remember, I said 56 to talk about the outfits. I'm like, yeah, maybe I'm kind of a little sloppy. Let me try to like, 
<laughs> not be myself for once. So sure enough, I'm walking out the door. I had like coffee or an energy drink or something. I had something in my hand. And whatever it was, of course, I'm clumsy as shit. I dropped it all over my fucking white linen pants. So at the last second, I had to change. Anyway, so I, uh, <laughs> so as I said, meet him in the restaurant, really nice hug, really great bar grill, whatever. So, you know, a really nice hug, we sit down and we start talking and I'm like, gosh, you know, like <laughs> in my head, I'm like, oh, he's really cute. He's cuter than I, I thought he was. You know, sometimes people are more photogenic than others, right? <laughs> anyway, so we're talking, it's a great conversation. And then it instantly within this conversation, like we order our beers, I order water because I'm like already starting to like sweat profusely. Um, so throughout the course of the meal, like he comments, he's just like, he was like, you know, he was like, you look great. He was like, I like your hair. Like I totally love it. Like, you know, uh, you don't do much to it. I can tell it's a natural wave. I really like it. I'm like, thanks. And he's like, your shoes are great. And he was like, but I got to ask you why you weren't a sweater. <laughs> Anyway, funniest fucking thing ever. I'm like, I don't know. I'm an idiot, whatever. And he was like, you know, do you want to go outside? Because we were inside. I'm like, no, I think outside's hotter. <laughs> so anyway, so we go out. The, the funny thing about him is a great conversation, right? Good beer, good food, you know, what a great time. The whole time, though, he's talking. I'm trying to, like, figure out what to do with myself because I'm sweating so much, right? Like, it literally looked like I was either having some kind of, like, menopause hot flash or I was, like... <laughs> caught in the rain and I just like went snuck back inside the restaurant or something anyway it's the funniest thing ever and he was like such a fucking gentleman like he never really commented on the fact that I was like sweating completely right um anyway so <laughs> the meal was great um we both knew that we didn't want to end like that first date so quickly so I was like you know what you've never been to Watkins Glen um you know because we were talking about going on a, like a park or walk somewhere I was like there's a cute little park nearby there's like a little um part where like uh, you can like uh, uh, take your boat and like launch from I was like but there's also like a little area where we can sit right couple rocks couple benches whatever and he's like okay cool so we follow each other over um sure enough like I'm, I'm showing him like the little cute area in Watkins Glen we're watching the sunset really fucking cute kind of feels like a Hallmark movie right kind of like when I had way back with the chef and I'm like oh, this is really cool I'm thinking the guy's really cute um we're just like laughing about everything at this point um and having a great time and then all of a sudden I'm like I think it's gonna start raining because it was like you know the the sun was setting so you don't you didn't really have a great vision of like the thunderclouds <laughs> but sure enough we're outside right I'm in this stupid sweater I'm already sweaty so it doesn't matter but literally, it was like somebody flicked a life switch and just pouring rain. And we were both like, no, because we were having fun. But it was raining so heavily within seconds, you kind of realize it doesn't really at that point, you can only be so wet, right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't really matter if you're going to run to your car or not, because you're already wet. So what was cool about um, the math teacher and myself, number 57, was we kind of just laughed it off. And we just like kind of, you know, kept walking, kept bullshitting in the rain, um, eventually made it back to our cars, um, said goodbye. And I remember watching him um, with this like cute smile that I thought um, with just completely rain smoked, soaked face smile. He was looking at me. It was like one of those like uh, those moments where I could tell he's just like, should I kiss her? Should I hug her? Whatever. Um, but I had this feeling, which I think is interesting about women. I had this feeling. I was like, okay, Tracy, remember his smile and his face. Cause I don't think you're going to see him again. Right. And I'll explain why later. So anyway, um, great time. I don't think I will see him again. Um, I don't regret going. Um, I definitely learned my lesson with the clothes and the sweater, like fucking just be myself. Right. So, um, every other date since I'm back to my fucking, <laughs> 
and grunt tees and shorts and chucks and flip-flops and stuff because that sweater almost I thought I was going to die and I didn't want to die with a sweater right like all the shit I've done in Iraq I don't want to die in a sleeveless sweater anyway so when it comes to trusting the weight right like I was talking about I think a lot of that has to do with just like embracing the uncertainty right so I had a lot of fun with 57 it was a great meal as he was talking though as I was trying to listen to what he was saying and not be so distracted like with my sweat and everything and with his cute face and smile I was listening to like his situation right so of course I'm never going to you know go names and go into too much detail but he's recently separated not officially divorced yet right um he has some kids they're struggling with some custody issues some concerns that of course is important to him because like how could his kids not be important to him right so and it was funny because within the conversation we were having fun he was really cute he was flirty he kept touching my hair kept touching my leg like really good signs right but I also kept hearing he's really busy. It's not settled. Recent, you know, separation, like all these flags, right? I'm definitely going to talk about red flags next season, but I saw a lot of them. And I have to say that luckily for me, even though I knew that I could see the flags, luckily for me, I have come to a point where I realized, you know what? It's okay. We can enjoy the meal if I see the flags, right? We can enjoy our time. Like we had a great walk in the rain. It was so much fun. It was ridiculous. I was like soaking wet, like when I, you know, got back in my Jeep. So was he, when he got back in his car or whatever, but it was a fun night. I don't regret it. Like I do not regret having that night. I had a feeling though, like I said, um, when he was smiling with the, you know, rain soaked face that I would not see him again. And sure enough, we both got home like it was crazy weather, right? So, you know, we texted each other, make sure each other got home, you know, safe or whatever. And then instantly he was like, I had so much fun. Thank you for it. You know, uh, next time we go out, like first date number two, let, let's actually meet at a gym. Let's meet at your gym, right? And I'm like, cool, right? But I knew within that moment that it wasn't going to happen because I was listening to just how much he has going on in his life, right? So sure enough, uh, we get to the second date, uh, I don't know, maybe an hour or so before we were supposed to meet at the gym. He's like, I'm really sorry, but I can't make it. I have a work emergency. And this was a Sunday, right? So I'm kind of like, how does a math teacher have a work emergency, but none of my business? Not, it's fine, right? So I'm like, not a big deal. You know, let me know when you're free again. So I've not spoken to him again since because I guess he has not been free. Anyway, <laughs> which is a whole nother thing about timing and signs and flags, right? I wish him well. I hope we do see each other again. Um, but he just has so much going on. And as the person sitting on the other end of the table, I was finally able at this point in my life to like listen to it and learn something from it, right? It was a fun night. I kind of knew nothing was going to happen. So I, as far as seeing him again, so I'm kind of glad that we just like left it as it was, right? So I have that wonderful memory of him smiling with like the rain. So anyway, the whole reason I bring up 57 um, and I bring up trust the weight and embrace the uncertainty and enjoy the beauty of who you're becoming is because ironically at this point in my life, right? I don't know what is going to happen in the future, right? So this whole first season for me was really just about me just explaining my first dates, the fun of it, the silliness of it, the the times that made me angry, the times that made me laugh, um, where I have come as a person. I don't know if I'm literally going to be here sitting here in the future one day being like, hey, y'all, welcome to episode 6,427. I don't know if that's going to happen, right? Because that will be that first date. Um, I don't know if I'll be at a point where I'm going to like be in enter like another committed relationship with someone to some extent, 
we'll see what happens, right? Like nobody knows what's in store with the future. Um, but I do feel like this is a great time and a great way to end the first season. I had so much fun. I learned so much. Uh, my ex has actually agreed to help me with all of these episodes. As you know, he was supposed to help me with 10. This is technically episode 11, right? If you go back to the intro, that doesn't count, right? So uh, his commitment to me was to help me with the first 10 as far as the audio editing. He did a really great job. Uh, he had me stressed out a couple times because he was busy with work. But I was never, a, I was always like on time, right? My goal was always Monday at 4 a.m. We got every single one out Monday at 4 a.m. This last one will be Monday at 4 a.m. And um, it's a little bit bittersweet. I'm going to keep doing the podcast. I, I already know what I'm going to do for episode uh, one of the second season. I already know what's happening. I have notes like that's coming. Um, but I did want to end this episode just by thanking all of you for listening and giving me your, your critiques and your thoughts specifically on social media and the platforms. Love hearing from you guys. Um, love sharing my experiences. Um, I think I'm funny as shit, right? So <laughs> I've definitely enjoyed uh, sharing my funniness with you with my stories. And if you guys have any questions about anything, um, definitely, you know, feel free to continue to reach out. Um, my dog in the background is chewing on his like Kong, like Nile bone kind of thing. So I'm really sorry if you can hear him. Um, but he's living his life, right? So am I. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this this episode and this season. Um, also, by the way, just to give you a pre-warning, since my ex decided to do audio for the first 10, and this is technically 11, but this will be the last one, right, because of the intro, right? Um, hopefully, next season sounds good because that will be all me. So uh, keep your fingers crossed. I look uh, forward to talking to you guys soon. I'm going to start off season two with the, just the tip. <laughs> all right so that's it that's it y'all um have a great day i will see you on season two and 